If you are like most people near or in retirement, your biggest fear in terms of financing the quality and much-deserved retirement of your dreams is unreimbursed medical expenses. We say that we have a nest egg for that rainy day. Let's face it, at a certain age, the rainy day is always medical. I receive no more questions with more anxiety than those about Medicaid. We take a deeper dive into Medicaid in this episode. I walk a Boomex Academy student through Medicaid strategies, basic Medicaid rules, how Medicaid works, and proven strategies to use Medicaid to your advantage lawfully and ethically. We have a lot to cover today. Let's get started. Welcome, Boomexers. Let's throw out the old playbook. It's time to tear down the traditional way of looking at your life and money. And leverage the laws of money to our advantage. That's right. There are laws of money. And those who learn and leverage the laws of money win. And sometimes win big. Stay tuned as asset protection attorney Daryl Tuttle, educator and leader of the Boomex Nation, shows us how. Beginners, investors, entrepreneurs, fellow attorneys, are you ready? Are you ready? Let's arm this ball. Now, here's the Boomex Show. The Laws of Money. I tell you, the one thing I hear in my practice over and over and over again and from listeners of the podcast is this uh, concern about retirement and, in particular, financing retirement. It's a simple question, really. Will I have enough money? Will I run out of money? And I've seen people, in fact, most people overdo it, save too much, and that's a product of, in part, fear. Fear of that worst-case scenario, and that is becoming impoverished during retirement so that you are not living the life that you want to live and you deserve to live. You worked your entire life. You saved. You did the best you could. And, you know, it's not fun to see clients, anyone really, whether my clients or not, get that wrong. In most cases, you know, everyone has unexpected expenses. The tree in the front yard dies. Uh, your spouse suddenly needs a root canal. But that is does not compare to unexpected long-term care costs, which are monthly. And the law firm record for the most paid for long-term care is $30,000 per month. Second place for most paid for long-term care is $18,000 a month. And that is simply devastating to retirement. And it's not just devastating to the person who becomes sick, but it's devastating to the family, the spouse who might be well, who might be younger, in particular. If even $5,000 more per month is flying out the window to pay for care for one spouse and the other spouse is perfectly fine, she cannot help but wonder, oh, my goodness, is there going to be enough left over for my own retirement? That's why making financially responsible decisions in retirement is so important. And understanding the funding sources available to you is important to include – Long-term care insurance, 
to include income producing properties, maybe rental income, to include Medicaid, Medicaid benefits, waiver program benefits such as COPES, veterans benefits. Today, I answer a question about Medicaid that occurred in the BoomX Academy as a reminder the podcast is fine, but the Academy is awesome for a modest fee of $1 per month to test drive it and $40 a month thereafter, you will be automatically rolled in the nested course. The nested course teaches you a proven legal strategy to protect your asset when the time comes, when it's necessary to do so against unreimbursed medical expenses. There's a series of lessons, tutorials that I have produced that goes over this in greater detail and you will be able to draft the legal document necessary to do it. And compare that to the cost of that information, the cost of the legal document. If you were to hire an attorney, I charge, for example, not to be uncouth, but just to give you an idea of the value proposition, that exact same legal document that I draft for my clients, if you were to hire me, the fee for that is $1,800. But yet, by enrolling in the BoomX Academy, go to the course, and you can receive the same exact bird product. And if you have questions, re remember that membership, $1 test drive for the first month, $40 a month thereafter. Actually, the price is going up to 44 2022. <laughs> Inflation, what can I say? We live in inflationary times. There's no denying that. So the price is $44 per month. And that will, will not break the bank and the value proposition of the knowledge and increasing your legal literacy and teaching you how to protect your assets against unreimbursed medical expenses, it far exceeds that pittance of an expense. And so I hope to see you there because as a member, for $44 a month, you can attend office hours, which are live Q&A sessions with me each and every Thursday at 3 o'clock Atlantic time, which is currently... 11 a.m. Pacific time, and it's 2 p.m. Eastern time. And all the other time zones, you'll have to figure out yourself. But living in Puerto Rico, I'm in Atlantic time, and I didn't even know there was an Atlantic time. I've lived my entire life on the west coast of the United States in Pacific time, Pacific Ocean. But yes, there is an Atlantic Ocean, and Puerto Rico is a territory of the United States, and the time zone is Atlantic, and it does not observe daylight savings times. So we are the rock of Gibraltar of time zones. And we always refer to the references Atlantic time where I'm located. But that's each and every Thursday, and you can attend and ask any questions that you want to. Speaking of questions, today's episode is my answer to a question about Medicaid. I will talk about Medicaid strategies, some of the um, detailed rules that you really need to know, the difference between eligibility rules and recovery rules. It's very, very important. I also talk about things that are not legal, just how Medicaid industry works, how assisted living facilities charge money, how you can look up the price for any assisted living facility in America. Now, I think that we will start with that exact thing. I'm going to Let's just kind of travel back in time to office hours that occurred last week in early February 2022. And one of the BoomX students asked a question that I've heard so many times 
in my career about Medicaid. Get you a better place than just the Medicaid contribution would uh, buy you. I think what you're saying is Medicaid will only pay for a, like, can a third party pay for an upgrade, basically? Yeah. Yeah. The answer is yes. But if you do it right, there's no need for that. Because, well, because like, look at, okay, average assisted living facility is $5,750 per month. That's a big hit. Like not many people can pay that much for like that's rent plus care. And so now you're not living in your home anymore. You're paying rent in an apartment building. Assisted living facilities are apartment buildings with a cafeteria and with a front desk and a nurse on staff sometimes and care providers, 5,750 bucks per month. Now, most people, like if you look at the nest egg course, the, the nest egg strategy is not transferring all of your wealth, right? It's only transferring that amount that, that you're not it's whatever amount you want to transfer into to the irrevocable trust is the amount that you want to protect. And the thing is, if you still have wealth left over, which I think you will, when you apply for Medicaid, you're not immediately, when you first go into the assisted living facility, you're not immediately eligible for Medicaid. Right. Now, remember, the good assisted living facilities are going to require you to private pay one to five years anyway. Yeah. And when you roll over to Medicaid, like my, my goal for people is have that nest egg that you protected. You're going to be Medicaid eligible that much sooner. You're going to be able to roll over to Medicaid <clears throat> that much sooner. And you, you'll just roll over and Medicaid will now pay for your care in the same care setting. Like you're in the same place. People think, oh, I, I don't want my mom to be, I don't want to have a Medicaid bed. There's no such thing as Medicaid beds. Really? Just no, no. Like, look at the nursing home. Hmm. It they're just beds. It's just who's paying for it for the care. Is it private pay at ten thousand a month, or is it Medicaid at two thousand a month? That's it. Now, there, this idea of Medicaid beds comes from there are some very few, very few assisted living facilities, not nursing homes, but assisted living facilities that accept Medicaid from day one. Like the care community you want to be in requires private pay one to five years. If it's a care community that takes Medicaid from day one, that's a Medicaid mill. <laughs> and they've somehow figured out how to run their business and make a profit. They cut so many corners that they can run their uh, facility and make a profit with basically everybody on Medicaid. And man, it's that's, that's where this idea of a Medicaid bed came in because those places are horrible. Okay, so I want to avoid, <laughs> tell my wife to don't send. That's why the irrevocable trust is so important because if you don't preserve some of the assets to have a pot of money available for the family to help you pay for care, mm-hmm. then you run the, you're going to private pay a lot longer. And if you private pay a lot uh, longer, if your money does not last as long as your life, now you're screwed. Mm-hmm. 
because you're still not eligible. You're finally eligible for Medicaid, but you spent everything down. The family has no money to help you, no money for upgrades, no money for copay, no money for anything. And they evict you from the care community that you were in and you end up in a Medicaid mill. Hmm. Whereas if you make the transfer, then you've got all that money preserved. You can roll over at the same place without losing money and you've met the private pay time period because the private pay time period is 2000 bucks. Let's say I misspoke. Let's say the, the private pay time period for your care community is three years. That's a good, nice community in Seattle. Got to private pay for three years, right? Now, if you've transferred money and you're eligible after three years, then you can roll over to Medicaid. Everything left in the trust is available to help you. But if you didn't make the transfer, you're not eligible for Medicaid until you've spent it all down to $2,000. Yeah. Question, to, what's, what's accepted? Like a home or a car? There's, remember, there's two sets of rules. There's, I'm going to stop sharing this. There's two sets of rules. There's the set of rules for eligibility, and then there's a set of rules for recovery. And this is an important distinction. Guys, I'm going to pick on, I always got to make a snide comment, but when you listen to guys like Dave Ramsey, they seem to be completely unaware that there's recovery rules too. <laughs> So the way it works is if you apply for Medicaid, you can have no more than 2000 The Medicaid applicant can have no more than 2000 bucks. A personal residence up to a certain amount that varies by state it does not count as an asset. So you can have $2,000 in, in assets, but we're not going to count your house, your home. And we're not mm -hmm. going to um, count one vehicle used to transport you of unlimited value. We don't care. We're not going to um, count life insurance policies of 1500 bucks is going to help bury you when you die. Now, so if you're single and have a condo, you have to spend your wealth down to $2,000 and you, they won't count your condo. However, once you're eligible and Medicaid starts paying for your care, they're going to keep track of every penny they spent. And when you die, they're going to recover what they spent against your assets, which would be the personal residence. That's what a Medicaid lien is. Now, if you're married, it's strange because for Medicaid purposes, the financial assets that the couple has, it doesn't matter if it's husband or wives. But for recovery purposes, Bob, recovery purposes, it does matter. And so only the assets of the Medicaid recipient can be leaned and foreclosed, which means that we can transfer title to the personal residence to the well spouse. Mm -hmm. And then Medicaid can't recover <clears throat> against that asset. And that's why I mentioned golden child. That's why golden child is important because if it's a single person, we're looking at a Medicaid lien, right? There's no spouse we can transfer it to. That's a transfer-free, transfer penalty-free transaction. But if we have a golden child, then now we're cooking with gas because we can transfer to the child if they um, provided care for two years before mom went in and avoid that lien completely. In, in your state, and probably most states, if not all, 
siblings, for some reason, if siblings live, provide care for two years in their sibling's house, but you don't have to live for one year and you can make a transfer. So Karen could live in her sister's house, provide care to her sister for one year. They could transfer the home to Karen penalty-free. And then Karen could turn around and transfer mm-hmm. it back. Now, th- there's no reason to do that in Karen's case because her sister's married. They can make a transfer to the spouse and avoid that link completely. Isn't it fascinating? Like the rules have requirements that must be met. If they're not met, there is a certainty of the result. That's the thing that I struggle with candidly is I'm a human being. So I may not seem like it, but (laughs) (laughs) it's frustrating to me when people, they have a lot of, it's natural to art. Like have you ever driven down the road and listened to a Ford commercial? Inside your mind, you're going, yeah, you would say that. That's because Chevrolet, you're trying to sell me a Ford. And of course you're like, and you just can't help but like argue in your mind with the radio about the Ford commercial. (laughs) It's human nature that when you feel like you're being sold, you're going to put up objection. And sometimes even after I've been retained, it gets hard enough. I had to listen to all the, like, here's one of my favorites. I'm going to, this isn't going to apply to me because I'll just, I got to, I'll just end it. Like they say that, like, I'll just kill myself. I'd rather do that than be in a nursing home. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. When I first heard it as a young attorney, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, then I guess you don't want to (laughs) will. And now I'm like, okay, yeah. The Colt 45 plan. In my entire career, only one client has executed the Colt 45 plan, one. And it was bad, but it was probably because of PTSD from Vietnam more than anything. So the reason the Colt 45 plan is not going to work is because dementia happens a little bit every day. And but by the time you realize you're demented, you immediately forget (laughs) (laughs) and you're not going to commit suicide. And really what you're doing is you're just putting up a a funny objection to contemplating your own mortality. So what's your goal, Bob? How can we move you forward from like, you haven't even done your thing yet. You're not even to the wills. Are you the sort of guy, can I be blunt? Are you the sort of guy that's got to understand it thoroughly? Like engineers are hard to work with because they're so I'm a, used. I'm an engineer. Yeah. Uh, are you? <laughs> yeah, well, I, was. I, I, yeah. So engineers have a hard time with the law. I've had, I can remember he was an engineer and he's like, we had so many meetings and he just wasn't getting it. And I realized that what he was struggling with is he, he was a linear thinker and he was thinking about systems. Mm-hmm. And it was boom, 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 boom. The law is not linear. If you think about it, okay, here's an example. Some things are guaranteed in statute, like the RC, revised code of Washington or the code of your state. It says right there. But other things do not exist in the statute. They exist in common law, case law. For example, the concept of property interest comes from 1066. And so as an attorney, I'm like, oh, we're reaching out and we're going to grab this body of law from over here. And you're like, wait a minute. I thought we were boom, boom, boom. Where's that in the code? It's not in the code. And, and some of it's just understanding how the financial markets work. And some of it's, and some people have to understand 
it from beginning to end thoroughly before they feel comfortable moving forward with the plan. And yeah, well, I guess we what I need to know is, is, you know, what am I going to put into a trust that I want to get transferred into a trust? And what was the other thing? Oh, and, and who my trustee would be, because it's not going to be my children. It's going to be some third party. So I need to determine that. Well, that's before domestic I, before I do right the, there. Yeah, before I do the power of attorney. Is that correct? Well, the, the nested course and the limited power of attorney, that's what it's about. It's like, I'm 65. I'm not going to make the transfer right now. So when, when you go yeah. through the drafting app, the drafting app asks you like, okay, I understand you're not making the transfer now. Stipulate. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, I got that part of it. Right. Uh, right. But you know, 80 years what old, is, yeah, medical, I mean like- Medical stuff. How about this? Let's say I gave you 48 hours to come up with a plan. Uh, after 48 hours, I was going to conduct a lobotomy on you and you were gonna be completely incapacitated for the rest of your life and you were gonna live 15 years or 20. Now that's an unpleasant proposition, but the engineer in you is gonna go, okay, look, I'm overthinking this. I got 48 hours to come up with something. Now, 48 hours, of course, immediately, I'm going to make the transfer right now, right? In like 48 mm -hmm. hours, I got to make the transfer now because it's a five-year look back period. And so I've just blown it for that five years. There's going to be high expenses for five years, but at least whatever's left over 15 years is available and I'm Medicaid eligible and at least I save some. Mm -hmm. And with the urgency of time, like if I reduced your time frame, you would make a decision. What, what you're having a hard time with is, okay, look, it's just a little, I'm uncomfortable with the vagueness of a trigger event that may or may not ever occur. Like you could say, make the transfer when I forget my middle name or I'm actually diagnosed with dementia or I, I fall and end up on the floor for a day. I just watched an episode of Frasier. Remember that show? Mm -hmm. And Frasier is based in Seattle, right? In the very first episode, he's moved into his beautiful apartment in Seattle, <clears throat> but his father had fallen in his house and had spent the entire day on the bathroom floor. And so episode, season one, episode one is Frasier bringing his father into his home. And he's like, man, I thought I was going to have this really cool, just got divorced and here we are. <laughs> but he had spent, that was it. And that's an example of a family member taking care of dad. But it's also a guy who didn't plan ahead and waited until the fall. He got shot, the storyline is he got shot in the hip. He was he just retired from the police force from Seattle and he got shot in the hip. He went into, he wasn't even, like he's retired. He goes into a convenience store, there's a robbery and he ends up getting shot. Ideally, you would make the transfer five years before you got shot. But at least make the transfer when you get shot in the, shot in the hip, <laughs> because you don't. He didn't even wait. And, he waited until he was on the bathroom fl floor. Even then, he, he probably didn't do any. Fraser Crane had a radio show talking about mental health, but here his own father is. Uh, yeah. It. Yeah.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Boomex Show Laws of Money podcast, where asset protection attorney Daryl Tuttle breaks down the complicated rules of estate, retirement, and even long-term care planning. You can listen to past episodes of the Boomex Show by going to boomexshow.com or subscribing right from your smartphone's podcast player. To take a deeper dive, join as a free member in the Boomex Academy and you'll be automatically enrolled in the show's companion courses where you can find enhanced content and many of the show's important episodes. Enroll now by visiting boomxacademy.com. That's boomxacademy.com.